What kind of company makes you show up in person for an interview? Stealth said, continuing our conversation as we teleported into the arena. A quick scan of the arena told me this was a medium-sized, square-shaped room with a stone pathway around the perimeter. Dirt paths led down from the elevated perimeter to cross in the middle of the room with a large open area and a dirt floor. Something about tests that can't be done virtually. It's not like our personal AI keep records of our DNA or anything, Jumi said, oozing sarcasm. Lucius, when are you up? I'm interviewing for Codename Freedom this morning, in the vehicle now. We'll be gaming with you guys until Destiny gets close enough to drop me off, I answered, standing there decked out in epic items. A green leather jacket with a methalloy chain shirt underneath, and my demon spine rapier on my belt. Everything I wore looked rather bland in comparison to most max-level items. It was by design. Why advertise strength? I still wore a flashy green myth-alloy crescent helm that collected my sweat-soaked brown hair like a magnet. What can I say? The stats were worth it. Our guild symbol, three diamonds interwoven with each other, currently embroidered the chest of my jacket. The comfortable breeze that always greeted new participants to the arena never got old. Such a small detail had become a treat that I had been experiencing daily for just over two years now. I would miss the rush that accompanied it if I was selected for Codename Freedom. All three of us stood at the top of a path leading down. Sticking to the man-made walkways would be best. Heavy, overgrown foliage made it impossible to see from one path to the other once you left the stone perimeter. I didn't even want to try wading through it. Stealth, stick high and we will go low? I asked. He had already gone invisible. An ethereal shadow cloak rippled behind him as it flapped in the non-existent wind. There was very little airflow in this arena, but items like his cloak were self-animated for the sake of style. He didn't share my philosophy on style. The rest of him was just as transparent, only visible to Chumi and me because we were in his group. His mask was pitch leather, fully covering his face except for his mouth. Midnight's kiss a knife formed from obsidian ice, was held flat against his cheek as he pretended to ponder my question. Really, Lucius? Like you will wait for me? You are too focused on gaining fans. Didn't your AI teach you how to share? Must I teach you a lesson about complaining? Destiny, my AI, replied, projecting her voice into the group chat channel that was translated into text. She was currently running my gaming system, as well as directing my car. She had no physical body, but was in my head. Literally. Or, more accurately, my MR, mixed reality gear, or headset. A boisterous chuckle came from the large man to my left. Jealous? Chumi asked. Flashing towards Stealth's head, a claymore stopped an inch from his skull. Crossing his arms, Stealth dared Chumi to proceed. Although he only stood about my height, I'd be lucky if my thigh was as thick as Chumi's arm. With chopped blonde hair and a strong jaw, he was our smiley melee brute. Donning a fur cloak over Mythsidian mail, a glassy black steel chain-linked armor, he was constantly sparring with the assassin. With a shift from his shoulder, the claymore tapped the assassin on the head twice. Just be ready. It's not our fault if you're slow. Stealth lunged forward, knife aimed at his throat. Chumi's eyes went wide. The knife stopped before it reached the skin. 
Eyes still wide, Chumi pulled the sword in and tapped stealth on the head once again. I choked down a laugh. You see him, Destiny confirmed. Spotting movement of a player moving down the opposite path to the arena floor, I took the initiative and left them to their foolishness. By the way, would you two kindly back me up? I'm moving in. There was no longer any sign of the players that had been at the other end of the arena. That could mean many things, but there was a precaution that had to be taken. Possible assassin, stay back. I'll be the bait. A group messaged them so I wouldn't be audible to others. Glancing quickly across the bottom of my peripheral vision was an ethereal status bar that kept me updated on our current stats. Viewers. 15,019 total viewers. 9,475 guild viewers. 5,544 group viewers. 2,433 Lucius's followers viewing. Lucius's fame. Rank. 674 of 263,653,741 players. Sadly, Gravel didn't show us how many viewers were watching our opponents. Their popularity might give away how good they were. Focus, Lucius, Destiny chided. Yes, dear. I could feel Destiny's eyes roll as opposed to seeing them. Normally, having her appear in a small window at the edge of my vision let me better communicate with her, but now was not the time for that. We had a job to do. Stealth wasn't wrong about my concern for gaining fans. To be a pro, you had to do more than play it smart. To be great, you had to put on a show. As ridiculous as we acted, all three of us knew what had to be done. Our audience awaited us. To the assassin, I would look like a delightfully easy target. My rapier was strapped at my waist, fastened over a loose-fitting jacket. I fit somewhere between a mage or a monk with a sword. My cool green sleeves were rolled up, showing abnormally large forearms for a magic user. There was no visible armor or magic shield. Yet I walked toward the known threat with assured defiance. Reaching the bottom of the path, I stopped when I reached the center and let him come to me. Closing my eyes, there was only one sense that would help me now.